Welcome to the Your Service Business Podcast, your source for strategies and insights to help your commercial service business thrive. Let's get today's show started with your host and fellow service business owner, Ruto Robinson. Welcome to the Your Service Business Podcast, a podcast committed to helping commercial service businesses thrive. I'm your host, Ruto Robinson. Now, this is the second in our series about how to thrive during the current pandemic. And our focus today is how to get more customers from your current customers. During the current pandemic, most commercial service businesses have found their total number of customers to decrease. However, most of us have still found ourselves with some customers, just not as many as we previously had before. The best way to start in your pursuit of growth and thriving during this pandemic is to start with the customers that are currently paying you money and determining or identifying ways to get more business from those current customers. Now, if you have no customers, then apply this to your previous customers and contact them in the ways that I'm going to describe. Now, the first thing is, is a check-in call. Now, how you do these check-ins really depends on the relationship that you have with the client. If it's a situation where you have a very good relationship with them and they know you well, maybe you feel more comfortable being more casual with them, then the call is more of a check-in call. So you'll say things like, hey, I just wanted to touch base with you, wanted to check in and see how things are going for you. Now, you would only use that type of approach with someone that you know well. Obviously, if this is someone who you probably never met or you very rarely talk, then you wouldn't approach it in that way. Instead, for them, you'd be more of a cut into the chase type of thing, focusing on the matter at hand. Let them know that you're contacting all your customers and checking in to see how COVID-19 has affected their business in relationship to whatever it is, the service that you're providing. So if it's security that you're doing, then you would say that you're contacting to see how COVID-19 has affected their business in relationship to the security and safety of their site. Whatever service you provide, It's the same thing. You're just contacting them to find out how COVID-19 is affecting their business and also how is it affecting the specific service that you provide. Not necessarily how it affects you and your business, but how it affects them in relationship to what you provide. We're not going to call and say, hey, we want to see and find out how is this affecting your electrical vendor. No, 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 no. We're going to talk more about how it affects their approach to the electrical work that they need to get done or their approach to the plumbing work that they need to get done or the security work that they need to get done or how they're using their camera system for their the safety and security of their business. Whatever item it is, you just enter your thing. Okay. now, in some cases, they may not volunteer information. And that can happen for one or two reasons. The first could be that, well, they have no information to give. 
and others, they just don't want to volunteer anything uh, because they're worried you're trying to sell them something. Either way, we approach it the same way. If they don't volunteer ideas, then we can give them ideas. Because in some cases, there are things that they haven't even thought about. With this current COVID-19 situation, everybody is in a position where they're building the plane while it's flying. No one could have expected this. So sometimes they don't know and they haven't thought about how certain things may impact their business because they're so busy focusing on other things. As the expert, it's our responsibility to educate them about that. Now know this, people make purchasing decisions for one of three motivating reasons, fear, greed, or vanity. In this current case, fear is your best friend. Discuss and bring up issues that have happened at other places. For example, if you provide security guard services, when you're talking to your current customers, you may talk about increased crime that occurred in the area. Ideally, you'd be mentioning specific things that have occurred. Bring up the fact that you heard that there was a break-in at a site that's near theirs. Ask them what kind of suspicious things have they noticed. We're not asking them, have they noticed suspicious things? We're asking them, what type of suspicious things have they noticed? Because we're going to assume that they have. Let's say we don't have a specific example. We can always use one that's more relative and overarching, more broad. And we'll use a security example because it's a really good service to identify for this particular circumstance. But we can say things like, well, you know, with the economy being the way that it is, oftentimes we're finding that crime usually increases when the economy starts having challenges. We're contacting all of our customers to find out how the increased crime from COVID-19 has affected their property. And they may not have any kind of issue whatsoever, but the fact that you mentioned it has got them in the back of their mind thinking, well, do I have a problem? I don't want to have a problem. Maybe I need to get something now to protect myself from having that problem. Fear. Fear is a great motivator. Make it your friend, use it. And sales, we use whatever we can as long as we're honest. Good salespeople don't lie. Good business people don't lie. It's unnecessary. Tell the truth, but use fear. It's your friend, it works. Another example is, let's say you run a plumbing business. And of course, plumbing is usually a situation where you provide it as needed. Uh, let's say it's an example where you are a plumbing service and you've got a contract with a residential community. And in this case, the resident isn't responsible for it if it gets to a certain level, certain type of issue. Now, the thing is, is that with plumbing, we know the more people use their toilets, the more they will have needs for plumbing services. When you're contacting your customers, you recognize the fact that there's more people home. Since there's more people home, there's more people using those toilets. Since there's more people using those toilets, they should have increased calls. Even if they haven't, we're still going to bring it up. And asking all of these questions causes for them to think about things that either A, 
is going on that they need to address. B, could happen, but they want to take action now to prevent. Or C, something that you inform them about, but when or if it does happen, they'll think about you because you are now top of mind when it comes to that thing. Either way, you win. And that is all about getting more business from customers that we already have. Regardless of what service you provide, it's all about looking at your customers and asking them, how does this current pandemic situation shut down, what have you, however you want to word that part, and how is it affecting their business, community, whatever it is, in relationship to whatever the services that you provide, and let them talk. And if they don't volunteer, give them ideas. Stimulate that fear, get that deal. We also need to broaden our definition of a customer. Many commercial service businesses make the tragic error of limiting their definition of what a customer is. They think that a customer is limited to the people at the location that they currently provide service. That is a huge mistake. Huge mistake. Your customer is more broad than that. A current customer is anyone that you do business with at any of their locations. For example, in the commercial service world, we, regardless of whether or not you're a plumber, electrician, security guard, security alarms, whatever you put it, if you're providing services to commercial businesses, oftentimes you're dealing with property managers. If you do commercial buildings, you're dealing with property managers that manage the buildings. If you're dealing with selling or providing services to residential communities, same thing. It's always managed by the property management company. That's your customer. Now, most of these property management companies never just manage one property. They do multiple properties. So if you are doing business with one company at that location, then every location that they provide property management for is actually your client. It's just not a location that you're currently servicing, but they're your client. Graystar is the largest property management company in the country. If you provide security or if you provide plumbing or if you provide water treatment prevention or, or apartment restoration or whatever service you want to enter, if you provide that service for one of their locations, all of the hundreds of thousands of locations across the country are your customers and you treat them as such. Broaden your definition of a customer. It is no longer that one site that's managed by that property. It is anywhere that that property management company is because you are an approved vendor. They are your customer. It's just a matter of whether or not they're paying you for one location or multiple. And when you contact those locations that you currently don't service but are occupied or managed by your current customer, you say that. Tell them that you are a current approved blankety-blank property management company vendor. Tell them that you are already helping their other location, whatever that location is. And ask them about the kind of challenges that they're, they're having in relationship to the current situation. 
find out are they having the same issues that the other site's having, which justified you providing service with them in the first place. The key is to getting out of this mindset that limits the size of your customer base. Broaden your definition of a customer. If you provide service at one location that is managed, owned, or whatever by one company that you have a contract with, then all of those locations are actually your current customers. You just may not be currently servicing that specific location. You still are a current vendor. Use it to your advantage because getting on those vendors list is very challenging. Everyone can't do it. So if you're on there, use it, use it, use it, use it, use it. Very seldom do you find a property management company with only one property or a construction company with only one site. If you're doing business with Clark Construction at one location, then every location that Clark Construction operates out of is a current customer. Every single one of them. And we approach them as if they are. Because the one thing they get concerned about is doing business with someone who's not approved. We all know that you went through all kinds of things to get on that vendor's list. It's not easy. You had to send all kinds of insurance stuff and you had to convince some foreman, superintendent, property manager, you insert the title, to actually choose you as a vendor to get added to that list. Well, now that you're added to that list, use it to your advantage. Expand your definition of what a customer is and you'll win. And even include these things in your marketing efforts. Well, direct mail won't work right now because everyone's home. So sending a bunch of mail to people's offices to just sit there is kind of a waste of resources. However, you can use things such as email, phone calls, text messages if you want to, if you've got some kind of application that can do that for you, any type of messaging, social, all of those things work when you're contacting your current customers or locations that are managed by your current customers, but may not specifically be using your service yet. The key is using the fact that you serve one of their locations as a way to get into all of them. Many moons ago, back when wheels were square, I was a corporate account executive for Pitney Bowes selling their copiers to corporate clients. And in those cases, Pitney Bowes had a huge market share when it came to postage media. So as far as we're concerned, the way that one of the ways that we would get in is to approach it from a perspective of everyone with a Pitney Bowes postage meter is a Pitney Bowes customer. They just haven't bought my copier yet. Well, that's the same thing for you. Every location that's managed by that property management company that you have a contract with when you're on their vendors list, they're a customer. They just haven't gotten your service at their site. And the key word is yet. And if you approach it like that, I can guarantee that you'll win more deals and grow your business. All right, well, I, I'd like to thank you guys for joining me today. I'm hoping that you got something that was helpful out of this. Make sure that you subscribe to this podcast and a post a review. We really do appreciate it. But also, please post a comment about any ideas that you have or things that you've done to get more business from your current customer. This is a community. We want your feedback, your input, so that we can all see that and grow together. Until next time, go out there and sell something. 
You've been listening to the Your Service Business Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. To learn more about taking your commercial service business from good to great, visit yourservicebiz.com. Feel free to connect on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. The links are in the show notes.